one, go. All right, I want to know something. What do you think about this pitcher? <laughs> That's a real pitcher, dude. That's real. That's not photoshopped. They said I look like a, a jacked Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. What do you think? I said Chippendale signed me up. Do you ever you ever do something? I see you're not. Sometimes I look at some of the stuff I did for pictures that are staying on the net forever, and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like the the, the jean shorts, like the Daisy Duke, the, the short ones ripped with like the like the, the caterpillar do you, boots. Do you remember that was the thing? Yes. Do you Everyone remember, guys, because it was like you wanted to show off the quads, right? That, that wasn't just a bodybuilding thing. That was like an '80s like. Just the average Joe wore those to the grocery store. I'll tell you a story. So I went to see Terminator Two. This was like a turning point. I was, okay. I think I was a, I think I was a senior going oh. into. It was the, like the summer after my senior, and they, I think it launched in July. I think it was around July Fourth for some reason. Terminator Two launched in the theaters, and I remember thinking, of course, I thought Arnold was the most Jack guy ever, right? Which back then, did. I mean, I thought Stallone and and Van Damme were also jacked because. You know, they were in the films and they were cut up. But anyway, so I went to the movies and it's kind of funny because I'll shout out a guy in Massachusetts named Sean Baker and Derek Farnsworth will laugh about this because I remember I didn't I knew who he was um, later, but he had on these jean shorts and he had these crazy big legs at, at the movie theater. And it was in Lemonster, Mass at, at this place called Searstown Mall, which is called something else now, but it was the closest movie theater where I lived. And uh, it was Carrie and I, we were at the movies, you know. And uh, I remember seeing him and like, man, he's jacked and I want to be a bodybuilder. And I remember those were the cool things, you know. Of course, yeah. people started wearing Otomics with them or high top. Um, they used to wear the Reebok high top. Do you remember it had like the strap yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah. 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 So that was the start. So looking back at this picture, it reminds me because I was 95. I was 21. And I actually shot these in my house in Spencer, Massachusetts, where I built my home gym and all that. And Irv Gelb actually took this picture. He came. What and shot was the me. so? Explain the the this picture. Like, what's the setup so, for this? So he would always try to come up with these out of the box, like okay, it's a lifestyle thing. So he had those were like his suspenders that he had, and they were just like jeans. And we were in, downstairs at my pool table, and he's like, okay, we're gonna take some shots, like. I really think at the time I was trying to recreate like the Sergio Levy. Ever see him with the pool stick oh, yeah, and the yeah. crazy arms, whatever. Yeah. So I think that's where he he kind of would, you know, we did some cooking stuff and like I was sitting on the rocks on like a like a farm country road. It was like trying to be like, okay, a bodybuilder and lifestyle, but that's really what it was. But I don't know why, but it's just like the unitards. Like what <laughs> what logic was there behind behind the unitard, dude? <laughs> So here's a question for you. Do you think you have real influence? Yes. Just yes or no. Do you think you could bring back the short Daisy Duke jean ripped off shorts for just the average guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that could be something. Like, you know, we're seeing all these trends come back. It's like, yeah. you know, remember Crocs sponsored me what, yeah. back in the day, right? And I had every color Crocs. Mm-hmm. And and after a while, I'm like these these just aren't really. Besides the the doctors wearing them because they were yeah. very comfortable, they weren't really an it thing. Yeah. Now, of course, full circle. Now Everyone people have Crocs and they have the buttons that they put in the in all the holes and all that. So it's yeah. like a cool thing now. But I would never wear them now. Why? I don't know, man. I just 
I, I just have certain shoes that I wear and I just, you know, I'd rather wear slides. Yeah. You know, I used to wear the tongs, you know, you put your feet, your yeah. toes through. I'm not allowed to wear those. So, 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 uh, slides with socks. That's kind of the thing, you know, that's the comfort. Is there a certain brand? Uh, I have a, I have a couple of brands like Nike and whatever else. I mean, so for years, Young LA just made a really cool, um, like kind of like a slip on, they're releasing it for black. So for years, what I did, I had a pair of chucks that I would just kind of wear the back of the shoes. I just push it down and I would just put my foot in. So it'd be like a slipper. Yeah. A slide on. And you couldn't lift them up. They were like permanently like dented. Yes. They were pushed in. And every once in a while you would try to put them up. You'd be like, oh man, these things, the colors are all messes. You push them back down. But I always had these things where I would wear like on back day, I train in certain clothes and like, I always had the thing that I looked the best in. Like I would always pick to wear that on certain days. Leg day. I always had, even back in Oh one, two, three, I had shorts. They I wore shorter shorts, which I kind of do. I went back to, we went to basketball shorts after that, but mm-hmm. where I could see the legs getting worked, right? I like to see a body part. That's one thing with me. It was always, always hard for me to train in big baggy clothes. Mm-hmm. And obviously being in Vegas, like, I mean, it was rather warm most of the yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah. So I never was like a big sweatshirt guy, um, maybe early on. But once I got, I feel big enough because I kind of had that mindset, oh, I'm not big enough, right, for a long time. And then eventually I was like, okay, I can wear a tank top and shorts in the gym no matter what, whether I'm pumped or not. Don't they have, you know, just thinking on slide, I could have swore I saw a pair of like, uh, they were like Jordans, but they, you slide them on. Probably. They're like, look like sneakers in the front, but the back is open. Probably. I mean, yeah. there's so many different styles out there and it's always these trends. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I was watching this YouTube and I was watching like what popular trends for 23 when it was 22, when they made this video. And it's like, I always wonder how they can predict clothing trends, like how it's going to shift. And just don't know, you know, we're getting more into baggy type stuff. You know, I've been in LA now. I had what, three shoots in the last two weeks. And I went for Young LA. This is one of the new drops uh, happening uh, on the 24th. So uh, Black Friday, Mm -hmm. everyone's everyone's, uh, big, big days. You know, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the year. Are you going to have some crazy specials? Um, Yeah, we're going to do some for Cutler stuff and for the shop and everything. But Young LA is doing a big... um, Big sale, and so we've been kind of shooting the content out there. So I drove back and forth, as you know. I've been hating to fly lately, so they haven't recruited me yet. Yeah, well, we got to get you in some. Uh, I know you you actually been wearing the clothes, which I'm surprised you're not today. Yeah, no, no, I, I wore uh, just it like I like the hoodies. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. Oversized. I've always been a hoodie. I've always been a hoodie person, and I've always loved just just like sweatpants. It's all about being comfortable. I've just never been. I don't like jeans. I've I just I just never have. Do you pack your bags yet for Orlando? You getting ready? You're all no. geared up for it. I know no. we've been kind of setting the schedule, and you know, let's talk about it. The, man. O- the, the Olympia, only- the Olympia's right around the corner, <laughs> I know. dude. The only how many thi- weeks is it now? Well, By the I mean, time we launch this, is almost two weeks away, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, this week, this Friday will be two weeks because I'm flying. I got Regan flying next Friday, mm-hmm. and then I fly in Monday. <clears throat> so it's it's getting there. The only the only thing that I've done. Now, before the Olympia, and I always try to do this a week or so before, before I leave, because even though the Olympia is two and a half weeks from now, I'm leaving in, you know, what, on the 12, well, now it's still two and a half weeks for me before I go, or a week and a half. 
Yeah, why are you going so early, though? So on Monday, I have a meeting in Tampa. Okay. And obviously, you know what it is. Yeah. And I'm going to go meet in Tampa. And Tuesday, I was planning on flying in just so I could get situated. Because Wednesday, it starts. Things What's start Wednesday? happening. Uh, meetings, athletes, check that evening. Yeah. And that's when they start allowing. Dude, the amateur Olympia starts on Monday. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I know some people competing. Because because yeah. <laughs> someone I know that's going there, she was like, well, I'll be, I'm going home on Thursday. I'm like, what do you mean going home on Thursday? Don't you compete? And she's Don, like, no, yeah. I compete on Tuesday. I didn't realize it was usually, yeah. I always thought it was one or two days before. Yeah. Like I had to, like one of the guys from Young LA, he, I mean, he's heading out there like this weekend, you know, because yeah. he's going Get it early in and, advance. Yeah. But Wednesday, they, had, I believe they start allowing the booths to start getting built up. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you're going to have a crazy, you know, well, actually, yours won't be. You'll just do trifecta and Celsius only. But the, the Saturday will be my day. Saturday will be the 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 day for Mark you. Mark your calendars, guys. But that weekend, Trifecta's lineup is is as deep as it's ever been. I mean, the very first appearance is gonna be a current Olympia winner on Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be nothing but past champions, world champions. When are we announcing names. the schedule? Um probably the probably next week at Start some the point. The graphics and everything, yeah. Yeah. Like I started seeing the graphics coming through what they're looking like. You know how it is where you get a schedule done, but there's so many moving parts because just because Trifecta has athletes there, each one of them usually has another sponsor too that has to coincide with their with what they need to do for them. So it's it's not easy to put these schedules together because I have to rely on other brands. Fortunately, some of these other brands realize that I have so many people at Trifecta that they kind of get on the phone and collab with me like, okay, if we have them here can or her here or him here, can you fit these? And then I have to make sure it fits with other brands. But it'll be, I think the expo will be will be crazy busy. And, and I don't think we've ever had a more stacked lineup. We have, we have people coming in from outside of bodybuilding that are the best in the world at what they do as well, multiple. So I think we're going to have people that, that has never been at the Olympia for us, that are massively, massively popular, several million followers on, on, their, on each one of their social media platforms, that will be, that will, that will be a huge draw. You know? Why don't you talk about it? I mean, well, I can't say who the secret. one person is yet because it's not, it's not, a, it's not okay. it's 95% confirmed. They're just, we had a call tonight, and they said we just have to make sure we can get her there. Okay. It's, a, it's a big name from... From the CrossFit world, okay, as big as it gets. So, and obviously we have Brian Shaw there, which that one, you know, he's always one of the biggest. You know, you and him are always the kind of anchors where we take people. What uh, what do you think about? They're starting to get get me onto these podcasts. I I got uh, onto the Menace podcast last week, and they made me make a couple predictions, which I said I didn't want to do. You you took the bait. <laughs> I'll listen. I'll always say these are the people I think will be in the top uh, six. I, I think. I think, you know, we can kind of count to five or six. Yes. What I'm realizing now is, like, you know, we we kind of have a lock on the top six or seven, but I think after that it's kind of like an open well, field. Think. And, you know, we had a couple of people. Brett Wilkin re- recently announced he was not coming. Yep. I think there's still question marks on, you know, whether um, Baruz could get if here. He get or, here. It, like, did Nathan confirm? Is he yeah. coming? Yeah. Um, hey, if Beth Root, if Beth Roos could get yeah. here, 
he would. He's going to he shake would, up the top ten. He would. Sh- and, I, I know, think he could. Sh- I, get I know in the top pe- six. people are like really like counting on Creso to do better this year. I think than last year. I think he's he's going to be someone. Regan, I know he's looking really good. He sent me a picture this morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Justin Shire. I think he could really get in there too and mix it up a little bit. There's there's a couple other guys that I feel can be very competitive. Um, Antonio. Yeah, I mean, we kind of forget about him because he qualified so early in the year, right? Um, But you know what? I was watching a lot on men's physique. I I mean, I know we don't talk a lot about it, but Jeremy Buendia is looking really, really sharp. And, you know, since Aaron Banks lost, to, I was with Kyron, um, you know, in L.A., and uh, he's feeling confident. And, I mean, Brandon Hendrickson supposedly looks his best ever. Like, that's going to be a hell of a – I think that's the most hyped – Besides men's open, the the men's you know men's physique because is probably think, the most hyped because I think people already assume Chris you know for classic is the the leader and I mean Terrence has won some shows so he's in there. Um, Breon's you know he didn't make the switch which he was said he was doing and, and you know Urs isn't here. Urs and training. Ramon now have more weight yeah, too. We haven't so. heard much on Ramon's, but I don't know, man. I just feel like the men's physique besides the open, you know, because we're hearing about. I mean, Samson posted that crazy picture today, you know, with a small waist. And, I mean, Derek is looking absolutely phenomenal. Hottie's in the States. We don't – he's kind of like undercover right now. So that's that could be very dangerous for these guys. Of course it is. I mean, Walker's wide open. He's putting the pitchers right out there. Yep. Um, you know, we haven't seen Andrew. Nope. And, you know, in that prediction, I had Hunter – I think ahead of Andrew, and it's like I don't, I don't want ever want to do that because it always puts me, like, oh, you know, I don't want anyone because I hate it when people put voted against me. You know, you took the bait, <laughs> and uh, you know we're gonna break this down. I will make. I, I think our next episode we we we're gonna have a round to, table. Yeah. Yeah. I will say who I think will be in the top six or seven. I, I mean, anyone can kind of guess that you can. there might be one guy pop in and out. But the reason but I who would have guessed me in one dude, of course. You know, the reason why I think it's hard to make predictions, every one of us knows that's been around long enough that in a 15 minute, something going right or wrong can make or break you. And that is out of everyone's hands except the athlete. It could be a mental thing. It could be where they're spending the night. There's so many variables. Listen, bro, I quit for that reason. Yes, it's too hard. It's. I got so tired of the hype every year. This was the most dreaded time of the year for me because even my friends, people close to me, are you ready? And I'm like, come on, dude. I do this for a living, you know? Like, of course. I would get annoyed at the smallest things, right? Yes. Because I knew the, the world was rooting for me, but I knew there were a lot of people against. They always want to see the top guy get toppled. And when I say top guy... I was second for so long. So people wanted to leapfrog and be in that that winner's circle, right? Yeah, one, top two, two, right? Yeah. And I just got burnt out on it, man. And, you know, I just, you know, when I decided to walk away, it was just too hard peaking. I, I struggled so hard, you know, in 07, I mean, 08, you know, I lost. 09, I came back and it was, dude, I remember sitting at my, at my bar with Hani, and he was just feeding me and feeding me. And he's like, dude, you have to eat. You have to eat. And the problem is with me, I had to dehydrate so much. Yeah. And you witness this sometimes. Yeah. 
that it just, I had no appetite. When you don't have fluids, it's almost very hard to eat, especially bland, dry of course. food. The you food know, starts the food to get to your we, body. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I kind of went against, uh, like, what you needed, right? You need fluids in order to push carbohydrates and whatever else. I kind of just restricted that. And it was like hit or miss for me. So the miscalculations, it, it, it become it became an annoyance to me, right? Because I just had to land it perfect. 2010, I wasn't as sharp as 09. So it was really hard to peak that, right? And then in 11, you know, Phil Heath came into his own. And I realized after 11, dude, it was like, this just isn't fun anymore. No matter how much money you make and how much like you travel in the world and people are showing you respect, it just wasn't fun. If it's not fun, it's not going to be as enticing for you to put full effort forward. And I think I was starting to put my focus on other things, you know, and I had, you know, I had a lot of uh, adversity in 11, you know, where, you know, I was going through a, a situational, you know, relationship thing with my, with my ex and, you know, the dog and the bicep and the contract, you know, my contract was split at that point. You know, it's like, it's like Phil joined forces on the team and and kind of negated what, what my revenue was. And uh, I was happy for him, but at the same time I felt like, okay, this is, this is a sign, like it's time to focus on other things. And that's where I was able to break away. And I mean, you were around that. You know what I want to commend you on in that? There's a lot of people that have adversity in life and they take it out on others, whether it's personal or business. And I'm going through this, that, and the other. You went through a divorce with someone you were with for your whole adult life. Your whole adult life. Your animal you're close to passed away. You tore a muscle and your contract, your financial freedom you had was dramatically decreased. Blessed. It was still good. Amazing. And you lost the king of the, the throne yeah. all at once, but you never complained about it. You never bitched about it. You never treated anyone different, and you just dealt with it. How did you deal with those things in your personal way? You, you know, I consider myself a blessed person because, you know, dude, I started weight training. You know, I was unsure of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, going to college, like it was like I kind of felt empty. And I felt like, okay, this is what society does, right? We graduate high school and we go to college. And I was chasing a criminal justice degree. And I thought maybe in the back, it was like a small corner of my brain that said, I want to be a police officer. And then I went to school and I was like, a lot of my teachers were cops. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. And at the time I found the gym. And the gym was an outlet for me. And that outlet stayed with me to this day. Okay. It's, it's what I do. I was just training before I came here. You know, I said, Hey, I have to train, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's like my drug, right? I mean, I just go to the gym and for me just to get in there and just get in the weights. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an introvert in a sense, like, and I don't have a lot of super close people to me. Like I have friends, I have acquaintances, I have, but there's very few people that I allow like very deep into I'll sit and have personal conversation where they say I'm feeling a certain way. And dude, I was down. I was like, I was questioning, okay, what am I going to do? Because listen, I was wildly successful and in invest. I had plenty of like saved money and I had other avenues of income. Yeah. 
Uh, but I was living, you know, I was living separate at the time. I moved out of my home. I was living in, in a condo on the strip. So that functionality was a little different for me, right? And for the first time, of course, it was like, okay, am I going to date again? Or what, like, relationships are a big, like, something in people's lives that, yeah, you know, you it. always like to have comfort and you like to feel like people want to be around you, right? But... Man, I just had to look at the positive things. I mean, life for me, you know, it's it's been a lot of ups and downs, no matter what way you look at it. Like I wasn't amazing out of the gate at bodybuilding. You know, I got rejected and then I was great. Then I fell off. Then I came back. I did surround myself with people that were a positive uh, influence on me. And uh, I realized that I had so much more ahead of me. Like people look at bodybuilding and they think, this is my career. We talk about this, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the only thing I have. But the truth is, is I had so much more when I was able to open my eyes and get out of that that tunnel of training, eating, and sleeping. I realized, wow, the whole world is in front of me. Bodybuilding was... It was a very minute yeah. portion. And you saw what happened. I mean, I started traveling more. I opened up all the international trips that I did not take when I was training because I was yeah. so strict on my training. I remember I didn't really want to travel as much. So that opened up a whole new world for me. And I was able to stay active. I had support st still from like MD Magazine. And, you know, I, I was starting my own brand. And, you know, it really worked out well for me. And, and I was able to cheer Phil Heath on, which I feel like, I kind of left something behind and I was so close to Phil. I was yeah. able to be like, wow, he's dominating this. Right. And I kind of patted myself on the back a little bit because I kind of called it way early that he would be as great as he is. And, you know, he went through that. Like, remember the first couple of years, it was great. And then he had one downturn year where people were like, oh, he, he didn't come in as well. And then he's like, I know what you're talking about with, yeah. you know, they cheer you and then they kind of to kick you down, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, life just takes turns, man, and I'm never going to blame someone for my for my situational things. Of it's just not the way to do it, right? I mean, I think the reason I'm able to do as well as I have is I treat people like I want to be treated, right? Yeah. I try to give people almost too nice sometimes, right? I think we talk about that too. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just blessed to do what I do. I mean, I'm still doing it. I'm still living that. I mean, 50, and I'm still living that dream, you know? Was was there an exact moment <clears throat> that you can remember where, I know you said you were like, I'm not having fun anymore. <clears throat> Is there an exact moment you can remember where you said, I'm done? Meaning like, you went to bed and you were good with it, or you woke up one morning, you looked in the mirror and you said, I'm done. Like, was there a moment you remember? Uh, No. But I had uh, kind of put out there, like, this is going to be my fifth and last one when I was getting ready. And then when I tore the bicep and a few days out, I saw black and blue marks, you know, on the bicep. Yeah. I was like, damn, you know. And then Hani showed up, and he just didn't have that confidence that he had the prior two years. Yeah. And I never knew what Phil was going to look like. He, you know, he looked great every year, but I still thought if I didn't get the injury – you probably would have got five. I, I would have won. I would have yeah. won. And I, I mean, I know you, you this would, that was a built best Phil Heath ever, but I really think that it wouldn't have hindered me the last couple of weeks because I felt I was looking the rhythm I was in, even though all the chaos that was going yeah. on. Um, 
you know, it was tough too because they did inform me like, hey, your contract's going to be be cut, you know, prior to me doing the Olympia. I said, why couldn't you guys wait, you know? Yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah, so it was kind of like, what was I kind of fighting for it? You know, I, I was kind of. Do you I think they were saying that because they wanted you to lose? No, no, <laughs> I just think, I think they were, you know, Phil was the new, he was the new one, you know, that I think that's really what it was. And, you know, I was listening to something yesterday and I, I heard someone say, you know, Phil at his best would beat Jay at his best. And, you know, I'm not just not so sure of that, you know, I'm sure if Phil was here and I, hope he, was, I, the, I wonder if he'll listen to this and the, the oh nine, I don't know, man. I to, was just so wide and so yeah. big, and the O nine would be. It would take the all time best fill, yeah, to. And listen, whether I, I you mean, would win or not, but every, it would take it. That's what's great about bodybuilding, right? Yeah. There's opinions on it, right? <clears throat> I mean, that's that's for the that's for our viewers and our. I mean, of course, yeah. they're watching the Jay Cutler podcast, so people are gonna be like, "Come on, yeah, yeah, I think you're the best, right?" <laughs> but well, no, I mean, you, you could even take that and just say, "How would that have gone against the '98 Ronnie?" Yeah, you know, and it or you, the. Arnold yeah, I just don't want to do that because he didn't get to really square off with Ronnie. It's like no, I squared no. off with him, right? Yeah. So for me, it's like, okay, would my best at that? We're talking same era. You of know, I, it, we're not talking always oh, at Lee Haney. Because I kind of, I'm kind of like looking back now. It's kind of funny as I get older. I feel like I, I haven't respected Lee Haney as much. Because he, yeah, he doesn't get talked about as he much. He doesn't get talked about as much, but he was so dominant. And I think that his physique was. I mean, eight times at the age he was at. and I mean, you can look at his competition, but, dude, the competition was tough then, too. I mean, yeah. the guys weren't super huge, but there yeah. are a lot of great athletes that he went against, you know, for Rich him, and Lee Labrada. And, for him to still hold his own that long, yeah, you have to be one of, you know, one of the best of all times. It's, it's hard. Like, we talk about this all other sports. I hate, I, yeah, because I, I mean, are so go, hard who's the GOAT? What makes you the GOAT? Yes. You know, I was sitting at the gym the other day, and I'm like, damn, like, I won three Arnold Classics. You know, I won four Olympias, and I was runner-up six times. Is that GOAT status? Is, I mean... The body of work. I mean, you, you got Haney and, and Arn, uh, Ronnie Coleman that won eight, and, you know, Phil and Arnold have seven. Dorian Yates has six, but who won three Arnold Classics... I mean, Ronnie Dexter did want, and he won one Olympia, and but a lot of, but who, what keeps Dexter Jackson from not being the goat? There's an argument for it. I mean, he's the yeah. all-time winner, right? Do you look at that like in the NBA now with the LeBron Jordan argument? One has crazy longevity. Dexter had longevity, and he was right at that peak for a long time. Yeah, what is goat status? That's the question. I think it's. I think it's all an opinion. It's it all, all depends on yeah what who you, you look favor, at. right? And it depends on how deep. You like with other sports, how deep you look into it. It's like boxing. Who's the go to boxing? Is it Floyd Mayweather, who's 50 and 0? Is it, I mean, is it Muhammad Ali? Is it, I mean, yeah, I, it's hard to say. Like, I would always look back at Tyson and go, Look, when you got in the ring, the guy across from here really feared his life. I don't okay, think so. I don't think people he's not feared, the winningest. And so, not. so then you could say, arguably, say, Okay, well, Jay, you've done a lot too yeah, of you course. know you came back and won it after losing only one really to do that yeah I, I still i still think there's there's more more to the best of all time in something there's a lot of variables that are around it that people ignore and don't pay attention to like we talk about it with with the basketball thing and 
you look at, like if you take Jordan, for example, the era then was not as talented as it is now, but he had a lot of great variables around him. He had Scottie Pippen there. He had the best coach of all time. He had health. The guys were always healthy. I know, but what about the original guys? Of course, you can go and, and you can go back in the NBA and and uh, Bill Russell's got eleven I titles. Mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. Of course, he's got. Could he be the goat? If if champion, it, as far as team yeah. sport, how can he not be? Show me another person that's got 11. Yeah. I was just watching this the other night, and I and I suggest anyone watch this. I watched the Nolan Ryan documentary, yeah, and I didn't know. Right. Yeah, yo, he played for 27 yeah, you, years. You texted me right away, and you like, were like, I didn't realize it, but he never won a Cy Young award. Yeah, but he's got more no hitters, more one hitters, two hitters, three Boston. hitters, he was strikeouts. A guy for oh, no, he no, played for oh. the Mets, then he played for the Angels, then he played for the Houston, and then the Rangers. But he has. Endless records that will never get beaten, and he's not considered the GOAT. Because he never won. He would never won a Cy Young award. Like crazy, the Cy Young right? means you're the best pitcher. Like yeah. how does he not have one? But he's he's got. But when when guys faced him, even at 44 years old, he had a no hitter. What I mean, age did he play till? I think 47. Okay. I mean, yeah, he was 20 as a rookie. He played for 27 years. And it was it was kind of a cool because I remember following baseball a little bit when yeah. I was younger. But you don't realize that he played when the Mets won the title in like '67, and he played through the '90s. Like, yo, know, who's played in four decades at the highest level? Like, and you look at someone like Dexter, he turned pro in the early '90s, and he went all the way to what 2020. That's that's but a I, long but time. Dexter still looks good. I mean, he's still yeah. training. He's yeah. you know he looks so the greatest of all time yeah. is always there's never going to be a unanimous. Because some people will say Arnold because of what he's done. It, it, listen, uh, there's so many people that follow our podcast yeah. or listen to it. Uh, there's talk about. I mean, you guys can comment on goats of anything. Yeah, I mean, you can say fucking musicians or whatever else. Like, who is the greatest musician? I, right. I, I think there's one goat that nobody argues with in sports. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, probably. Yeah, right. or it's soccer, Pele. You don't, I don't know, hear? No, I would think no. There's other people, you know. Well, I mean, they don't Wayne really Gretzky, know it. people yeah. automatically yeah, just course. boom. He's the greatest, and you'll never hear a legit argument. But in basketball or football, who's the greatest quarterback? You say, oh, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady or yeah. whatever else. But trust me, there's guys that were more accurate that were way harder. I mean, throwing well, dude, it. I I came from the Joe Montana, Dan Marino, um, John Elway eras, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I like love Peyton. I thought Peyton was great, you know. But as a quarterback, you're only as good as the supporting team around you. But yeah, and you help recruit those people, so that can lead to goat status too. Of course, right? yeah. I mean, sports. I, I love you know. I love getting into like we're in mid, not even mid season yet. We're not even we're six. Weeks. This is seven weeks of football, and I sit down and I watch a couple games, and I don't remember when it came out of the the, the season started. I was like, oh, watching every game, you know, yeah. but. I was like, I'm really enjoying it because I'm not betting this year, so I'm kind of like enjoying it a little more. <laughs> I'm a, I'm ahead right now, so yeah. I'm kind of like, it, I'll take a bet here and there, but I'm not like getting into like, okay, I'm gonna do four or five bets each Sunday. <laughs> so it's been kind of actually relaxing now. Yeah, but I'm I'm starting to think about that. This isn't the year you're like, I'm sitting watching Sunday game. I got six bets going on today. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some money today. Well, remember we I've been traveling <laughs> a little bit too, and I mean, yeah. you know, we do have uh, we have Sweden coming up, so Sweden is confirmed. Yep. To Fitness Festival will be there the beginning of December. Yep, with Celsius and yep. with the Expo. You'll be there. You got the New England's coming up. New England's is coming up in 
Next weekend? Yeah, weekend. Yeah, from this. Yeah, I forget what day it is. But yeah, so the 28th, I'll be in Massachusetts for that, which I'm super excited about because we're going to do the Halloween stuff too, which is cool. Yeah. Are you going to dress up? No. I think Angie actually got some sort of cat suit outfit or something, you know? I don't dress up. We come right back and then we go to Olympia, so. Yeah. I thought about, you know what I was thinking? Because Milos was talking about the John Jones. I'm like, is it worth going to that? Because I could just fly to New York on Friday and just go to that Saturday and just fly straight to Florida on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, well, you get, when you're getting up to, you talk uh, about goat status, and here we are again. Is this going to be one of his last, or I mean, is he going to pull off know. like the ultimate? I mean, he's he's been fighting a long time, dude. You know, yeah. you know what, you know what, you know what I would hate to see someone that's been unblemished that long. He'll never lose, dude. I don't think he will either, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, as you, the older you get, the more risk you have. Because you're going, you're in your late 30s or however old he is, and he's go, he could be going against someone who's young that's like, has nothing to lose that is... It's hard to hit. That's you know? just like him, but 25 years old. Obviously, that experience matters. But, I don't know. We have one other thing that's going to launch at the, at the Olympia. Should I grab it and show it? Yeah, so we've been working behind the scenes on this, guys, which I'm super excited about. I had the captain yesterday flew to make sure that this is perfected. So this is the Jay Cutler Signature Bowl, okay, as you can see. So behind the label, we have chicken, white rice, grilled onions, and peppers. This Explain is, why this is the meal that you wanted to make. I'm going to let you explain it because what do I eat every time I go somewhere? <laughs> All I eat is chicken and rice. Yes. And I always was cutting up onions and yep. I, I, not so much peppers, but this, this ideally is your perfect protein carbohydrate combination. So right now in this, we got 400 calories, uh, 50 grams of protein, 50 grams of carbs and four grams of fat. So just about I'm rounding it off. This to me is the ideal macros to anyone that's you know trying to you know build muscle keep their body fat you know keep their metabolism and eating on a you know moderate protein moderate carbohydrate diet low fat mm -hmm. this is the ideal right here so we've now worked very closely with trifecta which we do on every level whether it's a la carte meats um, or meal prep but this is the ultimate fitness meal so it has my signature on it and uh, we're going to announce this launch coming up very soon. We had to make sure this is perfected. So we've been going through. This is probably <laughs> another trial, actually, I think. maybe That's this, a trial one still. Maybe yeah. this week will be close to the final. Yeah. Um, but they are so good. Yeah. They are so good. So stay tuned. If you guys want to, you know, check anything out, make sure you guys go to Trifecta. Get on the mail list for this because yeah. when it launches, we're doing something we'll do a, super we'll do a, special. We'll do a sp great special. And, uh, <laughs> you know, shout out to, uh, you know, the best meal prep company on the planet. And people don't, people don't realize how much of a perfectionist you are that I literally loaded a backpack, flew to go see it in person because you couldn't just to make sure it was exactly how you wanted it. I went and saw the kitchen. I went because it's a different. We have, we have three facilities yeah. across America, and I went and sat there. I saw the kitchen. I saw the process. I saw them cooking the organic chicken breast, hand cutting it. This isn't like some like uh, everything automated. I went and saw 
everything. Know if you can see that, but I'll po- I got a bunch of pictures. I'll post so, them up on this. So this is kind of like obviously the production. You know, this is the line right here. Yep, you can see. And uh, we wanted to make sure, most importantly, <laughs> the the weights were accurate. Yeah, and of course, uh, the ingredients are a hundred percent clean because we do not want. We want it perfect. And and when I went in there, I wasn't sure what to expect. And so essentially, they cook, if it's the chicken, they cook, let's say it's a 1,000 pounds of chicken. They cook everything. It's all hand cut up. It's put in in like these big bins. And then they bring it into the the line. And they, by hand, take it out and weigh every amount exactly what it is. And then they perfectly place it in. Then the rice is placed perfect. It's weighed exactly to the gram. And then they take the vegetables, they put it in, it comes down the line, it's brought in, it's vacuum sealed, and I believe it's ran through a machine or some anti-microbial machine or whatever, and it goes through, it's got the USDA symbol on it. So this isn't some small operation, it's it's certified by the government. Yeah, I, I get 20 of these a week right now, guys, so I can eat this meal pretty much every single meal except for breakfast and probably my last meal. You probably could if you want. So I eat about three or four of these a day. It just makes it easier. Obviously, I have it here at the office. But, you know, talking about meal prep with me, I feel feel I'm the go-to meal prep (laughs) because I talked about it all the time. It was so – it was impounded by Chris Aceto early on for me. Like, it's all about the food, right? And I would buy the cow – you know, I talked about this. I had a butcher in Spencer, Massachusetts. I would actually go, and the cow would be hanging down, and I'd actually buy a whole cow at a time. Yeah. I would actually say, I want this for steaks, this ground to hamburg. Most of the time, I had it ground down, but I would have the cleanest, leanest beef you can imagine. I would literally buy a whole cow. And from the same butcher, I bought chicken breasts, and they come in these big boxes, and I'd bring it home, and I'd buy um, 140 pounds of chicken at a time. And I would put them in zip. I buy Ziploc bags from like BJ's and I would separate like three pounds packages and I would freeze them. I had a whole chest freezer, like a huge chest freezer. They would actually do the meat for me and put it in one pound squares. So I'd have like a pound at a time. So I take like two out a day. Back then I was eating like red meat all day though. I remember eating yeah. red meat like three times a day and people say, oh, can you do that? But my body was super reactive to it. I mean, I just always had, I stayed lean um, I felt like that was very like clean, clean meat, right? I don't think you, what you get in the grocery store is as clean. That's why I think now choosing a meal prep, we just, we need clean ingredients. You don't yeah. understand the food that's in the supermarket. It's, it's definitely. It's been frozen twice, shipped around yeah, here. Yeah. <clears throat> in trifecta, for those that don't know, they buy everything directly from the farmer. And it comes right in, and it's produced right there. There's all these middle people where you don't know how long the, f- the food's been there. Like, all the fish is bought in mass quantities. Like, when I mean mass quantities, when we were there, I was we were having a conversation with, with uh, the team, and they were talking, the numbers we're buying, we're talking, like, hundreds of thousands of pounds at a yeah. time. And you buy it way in advance. I mean, listen, that's all, that's. I spent a lot of my time prepping, and I would cook all my chicken breasts outside on the grill, so it's like it was super low fat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the meat I'd skill it up the same way, and you know, I'd have my carbohydrates, whether it was baked potatoes or rice, or you know, sometimes I eat pasta if I was trying to put on weight. I'd have my oatmeal in the morning. Now I eat grits. Uh, it's very, very day in, day out the same nutrition program, and you've been around me for. Yeah. 
20 years, you know I eat the same things pretty much all the time. You're the I, only... I, 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 I splurge. <laughs> You're the only person in the world that goes to Cheesecake yeah. Factory and orders chicken yeah, and chicken rice. chicken and rice. Don't forget... It's, it's like twenty bucks. I yeah, I got you on that. So I you're, you you're probably me. like, damn, I'm gonna go to Cheesecake Factory. I know. Now. I went out to eat the other night and it was 190 bucks. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> and I was like, I left and I was like, God, that wasn't worth it. And you it. probably were still hungry, you know. No, but we I went to a Brazilian tell, steakhouse. I always tell everyone you should walk away from the table hungry. I don't think you know how to do that though. No, what the hell would I do that for? That's a double negative. No, but that's that's how you keep the metabolism. See, when I was a kid. You eat. My mom told what me you could right until it hurts because you don't know when you're getting your next really? meal. Yes. So the faster you know, the faster you eat, the more yeah. you get. So even even at this age, I'm just like I'll start eating. I'm like, you don't hey, know when to stop. I need. To, I can slow down because nobody's gonna eat this food from me. I need. I can just eat it slow. <laughs> I just don't know how. That's crazy. Yeah. But let's see what else we have. So we have that launching. Um, we got the fitness festival. Uh, trying to think if we have anything else coming up we're trying to work on stuff for the middle east but i don't know if we'll see if that pans out yeah i mean the dubai muscle show is coming and we were the first to start that thing i mean yeah it's so funny like every time i see people circle, right every time i see people talking about the dubai muscle show and i'm like man you don't even know i remember when that started my friend shout out to amira she messaged me hey man there's this guy in my gym and He's trying to bring some people over, but he has no context for any. Who wants to do this do you, muscle do show? Do you remember here? the first year we went and the, the winds? 16. Do you remember the winds? Yeah. It, it blew the whole thing apart? Yes. The, first, the Dubai muscle show the first yeah. year was intense. Intense, yeah. In, in, the, in the marina. And the only people I remember, the only other person I remember, I remember Jason Poston was there. You know who else was there? Um, Lazar. Yep, he was there. Yeah, and you that was name was it was Lazar, right? Yep. Yeah, and we yeah. were in the back corner, and there was grass. Yeah, and we yeah. had we had the table. I back cut there. the ribbon. Remember? Yep. I still have that picture on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You cut the ribbon with the uh, with the two the brothers. Sheep, yeah. Yep. You shut. And we're they're still uh they're still they're close to Big Rami. Those two, they still we still see them. We went yeah. saw their gym the last time we were there. At the that's right. Yeah, show. that's right. Yep. Yeah. We, you cut the ribbon for the first one, and I don't know if uh I don't know if we'll get over there again this time this year or not. There's a big UFC fight in uh, Abu Dhabi this weekend. You know they're there right now. Oh, it's the this weekend. Yes, this weekend oh, is, was okay. the yeah was the big fight over there. Oh, okay, I didn't know that because we went we attended that. Oh, that's Khabib right. It's, it's always yeah. around my birthday. So I talked to Hunter uh, the other day. Is he He's, over there too? Yeah, he was going there. Yeah, I wonder why Milos didn't go. He went last year. Did he go that yeah. far? Yeah, he went there last year for the fight because I remember he he wanted to, he wanted we'll to get find some out next week. Center. Right. It was the weekend before the Dubai Muscle Show, and I was like, why don't you stay? And he, he, I forgot what else he did, but he was there for a while. Him and Betty, you know. But we'll have, we'll have, we'll have him on again soon. Who, uh, who are you most excited to, uh, like, have most anticipation for for this year's Olympia? <clears throat> you know, what are you expecting? Who do you think is the dark horse? What do you don't want to say yet? I, I don't think there's a dark horse, and I'm not saying this. Do you think Andrew's going to shock everyone? I think he can. No, do I you think, think he he's going to is what I'm asking you? I don't think the reason I won't say he'll shock everyone because people are expecting him to because of that shape and that structure and he's gotten bigger for sure. Can he beat Samson? Uh, it depends. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, it, it, at the Arnold it was close and he's bigger and leaner than at the Arnold, so can he? I felt, of course. I felt some but can Samson the, beat him? Yes. I th I think people at the Arnold thought any one of those guys could have won. Yes, I believe I, you. If Nick would have won, nobody would have complained. If Andrew would have won, nobody would have complained. It just comes to your personal opinion. The thing that I'm anticipating more 
is I think to going to Florida and spending time in Orlando. I don't want to go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised in Florida for those that don't know. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I want that I want to see more than anything is I think a ton of people have disrespected the current champ. At not everyone's talking about who's going to beat him. It's like, hey, listen, well, they did it to Brandon too. Yeah, Can I Brandon would, do? I was just going to. Yeah. The next thing I was going to say is, there's two guys in this show that have won that show, and Brandon has been disrespected as well by. I'm not not by any one person. I'm just saying in general, they're completely writing him off. He got fourth last year, and he was off. If he would have been a hundred percent, he might have won last year. So for people to just write him off, I think. Those two guys are just not getting the the buzz and the respect. You know, Kamal should. dropped out too. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he was, saw yeah. his brother had cancer, so yeah. sorry to hear that. But I think that too many people are saying this guy's going to win, this guy's going to win, this guy's going to win. Instead of going, look, the current champion is really, really, really good. He could easily have three Olympias right now. You got to beat him. And look, it, could Derek beat him? I believe he can. Could Nick beat him? I believe he can. There's a group of guys that can beat him if the stars align, but he's really, really You good. know, you called me, um, or you texted me from the prejudging last year, and there was one name you mentioned to me that, like, wow, it was Lunsford. Yes. Yes. And you said Hardy. He was a little off. Was a little off, but you were like, Derek Lunsford's for real. Yeah. I remember that, and that's what stuck in my mind, you know? Yes. But you're right. I think Brandon is most disrespected, to be honest, other than Hottie. Listen, if Brandon looks like he did in 2019, he can win the show. He can. It's a bold statement. He can. Yeah. No, but he has to, you know, he has to be in condition. He can win the show. I get that Derek, I'm assuming, has made crazy improvements, but we all know this. This is bodybuilding. And he, there's all I, kinds I of variables. I can't wait to... to uh, it's coming up, guys, where you guys are going to be able to make your predictions. Yeah. I mean... I mean, look, there's. I think there's six guys that can legitimately win. Get me on a round table with Milos <laughs> and our other surprise people, and we'll, we'll see what... No, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting because, obviously, I have Regan in the show, and I do think Regan will be talked about a lot. He will. He will... He's going to have the condition that everybody's been asking for. He's going to be 15 to 20 pounds up from what he was the last Olympia, and he has the structure and shape. Where will he fall? I'm not a judge. But I do believe he will He will be someone that people talk about a lot. Do you think the Olympia will ever be a traveling show again? Uh, do you remember it used to be a lot of different it places? All yeah. It was all over. I think the difference now is back then it was just men's and women's and fitness and it wasn't a huge production like it is now. It didn't have a 50,000-plus-person expo, and it didn't have it, all it the need, It needs the sponsors, right? It, the problem is if, let's say, it went overseas, you have to have a whole new slew of sponsors that are, are overseas, and I'm sure there are some there that will support it. Obviously, in Europe, they have FIBO, and FIBO is the biggest event in the world. So could it be supported around the world i think if they knew two years in advance to to situation yes like let's say for example they're like hey we're going to put it in cologne germany well if you know two years in advance companies can then go let's start there's some monsters planning for it yes there are huge sponsors there or it could go to the middle east but i feel now 
with our international champions, like there's quite a few. I mean, yeah. between Brazil and yeah. the German, you know, Urs and, um, you know, you have, you know, UK guys like Samson. Like, dude, there's a lot, lot of opportunity. Middle East. If, if the Middle East would allow all the, the female women, divisions, yeah. you know. But look, the other thing that they have to think about, and this is where it gets tough, is is visa requirements. True. You know, and, and it like right now, Behru's not being able to be here. It, it pisses me off. It pissed me off when Hadi couldn't get here because this is not, this isn't a political thing. This is somebody who's one of the best in the world, what they do, and they should be able to showcase their talents. That all that should be put aside. This isn't two governments. This is a, a someone who deserved to be here, just like the Olympics or anything else. I don't know what other countries would be easy for people to 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 get into. Like Brazil, for example, we used to have we could just go there. Now we have to apply for the visas, so it's a little harder. Um, who knows? Maybe it could go to Brazil one day. Maybe it could go to Dubai or Bahrain or one of these other countries where you know maybe the 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 government would say, hey, we'll allow all divisions here for this event in Dubai. Then maybe it will go there one year. Or maybe it will, could go back to Europe. I mean, I remember it was in, what, Helsinki one year. And it was in South Africa. And it was yeah, in, I, it was around I, the world. I mean, it was Australia one year. Um, I, I think, you know, I'm looking forward for it to come back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you yeah, don't want to yeah, go yeah. anywhere. <clears throat> That's what so I keep spoiled. thinking. <laughs> you know, for me, that n- nostalgia of the contest is like, I came in 99 my first and everyone I competed at was in Las Vegas. You know, it obviously switched to Mandalay to the, uh, the Orleans, you know. Yeah. Vegas just, the only other place, in my opinion, that it could work out well would be a popular tourist destination. Because people want to, and people love the, the Olympia in Vegas because of what else Vegas has to offer. The restaurants and the entertainment and the shows and the, and the pool parties and and the shopping and, and the luxury, I know, everything. No, the pool parties aren't happening except for Marquee not. in December, you know. And But if it was in a place like Dubai, pending that they, I could see it going there because it has all those luxury things where people will say, hey, man, I want to go. I've always wanted to go there. Now I have a reason. So it could go there. But if it goes somewhere, it has to be a place that's a, a well just a worldwide tourist destination. Tourist, tourist. And Vegas is one of the top destinations on earth. And the vast majority of the competitors are here. And a lot of the biggest, you know, bodybuilding is, it's a global, you know, event. But it's, a lot of it is based in America. I do credit Orlando is a little accessible for the fans. It is. And, and you can stay right there and you can it's walk, easy. you know, the expo, everything is kind of attached. Yes. You know, all the press conference, all that stuff's happening under one roof. Yes. A uh, little easier. I mean, definitely a, a lot easier. easier. Yeah. Yeah. A lot easier. This last year wasn't wasn't too bad because we could get, well, no, it was, it was you had to take a car because it's a little too far to go from Planet Hollywood to the, to the uh, Sands Convention Center. So it's a little difficult. But the one thing that I do like about it being in Orlando, you come down the elevator, you walk through the hotel. You cross over the street, boom, everything's right there. And when you're done, you can walk right back to your room, and it just makes it easier. Because, you know, sometimes you go to the expo for a couple hours, you want to come back and forth, and you can do that there because it's it's easily accessible. And there are restaurants that are close, and it'll be a uh, – I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But there's a lot of divisions, like even the bikini division, because this weekend the Olympia TV is filming – 
Jen Dory and Maureen and Ashley Caldwell are here in Vegas at uh, the Torture Gym. And that's another division that nobody's safe. There's five or six girls at that top level. You can make an argument for all five of them. You know, I mean, Jen could come back and, and win her second. Laura Lee could win. She's been knocking at that door, one, two Arnolds, but she's got second several times. You know, Maureen won last year. She could come back and get her second title. We got Amy Delgado, a local girl, girl here who's won every show she's done this year, which, and she was six last year at her rookie uh, Olympia, which is tough to do. You know, and Ashley, she's the all time winningest. Is she the GOAT? She's won more pro shows than anyone in any division. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of hype in, in all the divisions. The old, we were talking about this the other night. Um, I was having a conversation with someone, and I said the only one that I really feel is 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 I don't want to say a lock because nobody's a lock. It's gonna be real hard for someone to beat Andrea Shaw. <laughs> it's just she's just she's the goat in that in that it, well, right now, in yeah. modern you know obviously yeah. she's got a ways to go to beat iris's 10 or, or even linda murray's eight but right now i just don't see anyone that can can topple her at this moment i'm not saying it won't happen because things can happen and go wrong obviously chris is is going to be very tough to beat now that some of these other guys have more weight i don't know if ramon you know maybe him not stripping down a bunch of muscle maybe he'll bring a different look but Chris is obviously be tough to beat, like you said. Men's physique is that's going to be a. There's three or four guys in there that that can win. So we'll see. Yeah, it's it's hard to come back after losing, dude. I mean, I've been there. I mean, yeah. it's Brandon's done it in his class. Yeah, yeah, Brandon's but done it. But can he do it twice? Is the question. That's a, that'd be. I mean, does that make him the goat? You know? <laughs> I mean, if he does, he'll tie Jeremy. For, I think Jeremy is four, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he'll tie Jeremy, and he would have won it back twice and then there's the, again there's that longevity you were top three in the world for he's been there for what seven eight years now i'm guessing if he's won three and he's got second numerous times he so, won three or four i think he I, I could be wrong i think he won three maybe okay. he has one i don't know i could be wrong i think he's going for four i think um or but look aaron's a reigning champion just because he was off at a show if he's on who beats him so, and we haven't even talked about 212. Like, Sean Carita's. Keon's crushing it, too. Keon's going to be right there. I mean, if Keon's 100%, can he An beat Sean? Angel was second last year. Yep. I mean, there's so many guys, right? Yep. And that will be a, that will be a, a battle. You know what sucks that, I don't want to say, it just sucks for me personally. These different classes prejudging at the expo. And I got so many appearances that I have to. I don't get to sit and watch it. So my first view of them is at Friday night. So I can only go off of what I was told happened. So you can look at someone at the night show and like, oh, my God, this guy's crushing it. But you don't realize, well, in prejudging, he might not have been. So I don't get to walk over and actually see the prejudging, which because I just I have other things going on. I wonder what finals are Friday night, though. Um, I, I it's on the website. Okay, <clears throat> I know Saturday night it's men's open, classic bikini, and uh, men's physique. I think Friday night's all the other divisions. There's still Friday night tickets available. MrOlympia.com, yeah. November second yeah. through the fifth. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. We're all going to be in the house and supporting the show. Dan Solomon, of course. Yep. 
setting all records. He said this year it's going to be good. So there's a lot of new formats. I mean, yeah. we have a lot of returning champions, potential champions. I mean, there's a lot of Olympia winners that are competing in this. Even from fitness, there's two. I don't know if Oksana is. If she is, there's three in that class. And the men's open, if Rami was there, there'd been more. But there's two Olympia winners in that. If you look at bikini, there's, you know, Jen, Maureen, Ashley. There's three. Isa, yeah. yeah, I didn't we even talk about that. She's yeah. number four. There's four Olympia winners in that division. In figure, it's just Sydney, and obviously there's Jessica Ryan. Well, and there's, there's a couple champs in there. One. Just just Olympia, only one. Francia, Francia. I thought Angela won one year. No. Okay. No, she won the Arnold. Okay. But yeah, we've had the same. Well, we've only had one wellness champion. This she's going for three. You know, so we'll uh, we're looking at women's physique. We got a, a past champion and a current champion going at each other. I saw they just had the battle, and that will be a that will be a a. That'll be a, a, a tough a tough battle as well. So yeah, I'd like to hear everyone's comments. Who they think for each division, who they and, follow. And our next one will be a the next one will go into more detail. I don't know about if what, what all divisions will do, but we'll have a special guest in here. That's a special guest who's been on that stage at the highest level, who's won a lot of big shows. And Milo swears that he should have beat you too. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have we'll have a, we'll have a fun time in the next one, but. Thank you guys. Well, let's for hear your comments below and uh you know we'll see you guys in a few days. We're out.